Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome inside. Final hour tonight. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live, as always, from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, I tell you, Mike Harmon, I am upset right now. I got rooked. You got got rooked. rooked. You know, before the show, I went and bought ice cream. Yeah. Right? You know me. I like the chocolate peanut butter Hagen Dazs. Oh, by the way, you know what I found out? Hagen Dazs doesn't mean anything. The company really? came up with the name Hagen Dazs to make it sound hoity toity and elite. And so Hagen Dazs, it, it's not a real thing. It's like all the bands yeah, that have up. umlauts that don't matter. Yeah, Hagen Dazs is not a thing. You it's really terrible. thought it was? I thought Hagen I thought maybe the two people that came up with it were Hagen and Dazs. No, Hagen Dazs doesn't mean anything. I didn't know that. My life is shattered. I remember oh, when I, no. I remember when Frusenglodja was big because what? that was that was a, oh yeah that you can't was, say that that no. was the, that was the rip I know off it's of, safe harbor and all but the, come on now you know this is where when something is successful you always get a copycat like Hagen Dazs sure. is a big deal and like in the nineties Frusenglodja was big and I'm like it's hey, the what? same and, ice that, and that begat Eberflus. <laughs> uh, no, we'll we'll beget with TJ we'll beget to Eberflus coming up in about twenty minutes. Uh, but so I go, I buy Hagen Dazs, I buy a pint, chocolate peanut butter, which I love, right? And I do I'm gonna go thing. have a pint after. I let it, uh, <laughs> I, I let, I put it in the refrigerator for 15 minutes to soften up, yep. so I can go have a little bit. 
No, chocolate peanut butter, it's just chocolate. Did someone no eat all butter. the peanut butter no, out of there? No, it's just one of those. That's either, been known to happen in these parts. It either, no peanut butter was put in or it was just mismarked. It was just chocolate and they put the wrong cover on Because, I mean, Ty Shirt might want the, the protein and everything out of the peanut butter, but I'm not actually touching it. Was there a hole in your ice cream? No, no, no. I actually opened it like normal. I made sure it wasn't like, oh, look at this. Somebody already opened it for me. No, no, no. I, I peeled the top off. Did you check everything the bottom of it yet? Check the bottom. Everything was Ooh. good. It was just. No you might have poured that zero bad boy butter. right out. Zero oh, popcorn container. No, zero peanut butter. No, I checked. I checked it. Like man. a Come corkscrew. On. I'm straight up through the bottom you and this. There you go. Siphon it right out. <laughs> corkscrew through the bottom. I'll tell you who it wasn't. Uh, who wasn't it? It wasn't me. All right. No, I didn't think it was you. No, 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 no. You would be your your neck would be like like size. Oh, yeah, I'd 40. have a flush neck brace from here to Nebraska. Yeah, no, forget. It. You would look like you tried to swallow a boot. And it got stuck a in boot. your throat. Yeah, no, I, I, that wouldn't work out for you. But Jason, no. what if that's the biggest con, though, is Frostburg really has no lactose intolerance? Wow. You mean he just doesn't like cheese? I don't think a person exists Or like that, that he really like does cheese. like it. And all he does is eat cheese. Yes. <laughs> I go home and eat bricks cheese all the time. I just put bricks in the microwave and <laughs> eat a wheel of cheese, take a bite out of it like it's an apple. 64 slices of American cheese. Oh. 63. What am 62. I supposed to do with all that cheese, sir? <laughs> Two, one. I think I'm blind. <laughs> oh boy, sixty-four slides. Uh, tonight we watched the 49ers just manhandle the New York Giants, a game that looked very similar to the Cowboys and the Jets on Sunday, where it was close for a little while, but you could tell one team was playing at a much higher level than the other. That was the 49ers and the Giants. And what surprised me the most about this game was not the Niners won. Look, I had the Giants getting I was the only one to say Giants getting 11. Yeah, you were wrong. And, and you know why? Because I, I placed my trust in Brian Dable, who without a doubt is the most disappointing head coach in the NFL so far this season. Without a doubt. Now, he's played three games, and only two teams have played three games. But without a doubt, he is the most disappointing. Well, this they played two good quarters of football this far. But look, that's the thing. This is a guy who last year was the best head coach in the NFL. The Giants were extremely well prepared. They adjusted in game. They beat the teams they were supposed to beat handily. They beat teams that were about the same talent level as they as they were. They beat better teams. They were always prepared. Brian Dable was the co- I remember in the middle of the season saying he's the coach of the year and it's not going to be close. Guess what? He turned out to be coach of the year. Congratulations if you took that and made money on it last season. And I expected the Giants to take another step this year. And so far, what have we gotten? We got a no show. Week one against the Cowboys. How you show up flat for your opening game of the season at home, I don't get, but that's on the coaching staff when you show up flat. You show up and don't show for the first half against the Cardinals, the worst team in the NFL, least talented roster, them and the Patriots, least talented roster, and you need an incredible second half comeback just to get that first win. And now tonight, this is this was the most glaring uh, piece of evidence to tonight's game, to this statement that I'm making about Brian Dable. The Giants came into this game, there was going to be no Saquon Barkley. And what I expected to see from the Giants was, well, they're going to utilize what Daniel Jones does best. They're going to get him outside the pocket, he's going to run and make plays with his legs. They're not going to be able to run the football. Matt Breed is suddenly not going to come in and be Saquon Barkley. But you're going to see Daniel Jones get utilized 
like Josh Allen. I said he's going to have 75 yards rushing tonight. That's going to be the night. Over-under was 37 and a half. That's going to be the night. And way under was the the final. Uh, That's going to be the night for for Daniel Jones. And you're going to see them hold this game close, and it's going to be, I'll I'll take the Giants with 11, but the Giants are going to be able to keep this game a lot closer than you expect. And not only did we not see that from Daniel Jones, and the Giants couldn't run the football, there was no creativity. Mm -mm. There was no... Hey, let's change things up a little bit to try to juice the offense because the offense was abysmal. Daniel Jones threw for 150 yards. They couldn't move the football at all. There was no let's try some things to try to get the offense going because the game was still there for the Giants at halftime. Right, the game was still there. They weren't down by a lot. They were still hanging in. You start you start doing a couple of new things. You loosen up the Niners' defense. Hey, you start being able to make plays. There was none of that from Brian Dable. None of that. And then the play that stood out the most to me is midway through the fourth quarter, the Giants are down 23-12. And the Niners have the football facing a third and two, and they're not quite in field goal range. Maybe they're there, but they're not quite there. And Purdy throws a pass to Christian McCaffrey, who has to come back to catch it. And he catches it at the marker, and he's facing back towards the line of scrimmage. He comes back to the football. He's downed, and it's ruled a first down. And replay show. They showed the replay right away, and the ball hits the ground. Like McCaffrey's Just the got way it, he's got it right? cradled, it's, yeah. it's kind of awkward. It is very awkward. And at awkward. least yeah. worth, worth a look-see. Right, and that's right? the thing. That's it's the worth thing. a look-see. Because it looks like it hits the ground. Now, maybe they view that he has control yeah, of it all I, the way. I think if you really went through it, like where his hand is angled, yeah. you would argue, okay, this yeah. is how it was called on the field. Look, look, and but you, there's like yeah. no pause. Right, no, and, and, and I don't know that you would have won that. Right. And I don't know that you would have won that. But clearly, hey, the ball touches the ground. And you don't know. I get you want to save your challenges for when you think you're going to win or you're pretty sure you're going to win or someone buzzes down from stairs going, hey, challenge this, we're going to win it. This play is the bleeping game. 6.50 left in the game. This play is the game. Ball is on the 32, 33-yard line. The, the, so it's a makeable field it's goal. It's a make, but it's still a 50-yard it, field and, goal. And Moody's been fantastic, right? yes. but, it's, but it's still a field goal. Right, right, because you're down by 11. And it's still it's still a two score game. This is the game because now you're talking about the Niners getting the ball, getting further in field goal range, taking more time off the clock, or scoring a touchdown. So this play is the game. Third and two, McCaffrey makes the catch and it hits the ground. Okay, they're going to challenge it. They had three timeouts. You don't have to worry about your timeouts because you had three timeouts left. And I'm waiting. They're showing Dable and he doesn't challenge it. And the ball gets spotted. The Niners snap it. And one play later, Purdy hits Debo Samuel with a 30-yard touchdown. Game over. 30-12. to 12. And I can't believe what I saw. I like Jack Buck. I can't believe what I just saw. <laughs> I can't believe Brian Dable did not throw the challenge flag. Nobody told him to throw it. Maybe Spike Lee. No one told me. No, Nobody didn't throw the challenge flag on a play you had to because it's the game. And you see great coach like Bill Parcells would always throw the challenge flag, and Belichick throws the challenge flag, and they have the same philosophy as, if it's a big enough play, I'm going to throw it, because you never know. Right? You never know. Right? Well, how much footage you never did you know. see of Bill Belichick taking the uh, red flag out of his <laughs> sock the other day, right down in front and then firing down? <laughs> Slam it down. So, and because and, and, you never know. And sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose, and sometimes it rains. Sometimes you win it, sometimes you lose it, but, but 
you have to throw it at that point because it's the game. And he didn't do it. And I walk away going, this is just an epic fail by Brian Dable the first three weeks as Giants head coach. And I didn't see this coming because he was so good last year. But there is no no coach more disappointing where I go, dude, team needs more from you. Everybody needs more from you. I don't know if you're a one-year wonder now or other stuff is happening, but where has this team been? You've had two quarters of football that looked like you guys wanted to play. The rest of it's been ugly, and there's been no, hey, let's try to get out of it. I almost felt like they came into the game going, hey, we're not going to win. We're on the road. There's no Saquon Barkley. Let's just not do anything and have nobody get hurt. Like, if he said that in his postgame press conference, I would say, okay, that's what he said, and I get it. I disagree, and I can't believe he said it, but that would make sense. Came in on a short week, banged up, missing two offensive linemen, missing Saquon Barkley. And then you watch this game, and as it it started to unfold, your defense made plays, right? Winning and keeping the the old, you know, you're behind, you're behind the sticks, right? So first and second down, taking care of business, forcing third and longs, and then giving up fifteen to twenty yard chunk plays, and you know they were, I look, it's a rule I hate the old. Hey, I, I got. I got to the quarterback, but my body landed on part of him. So now it's a, a personal foul penalty, which set up a first and goal yeah. and the McCaffrey touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's it's a play that I think is absolute and a call that is absolute trash, it's like getting a 50-yard pass interference penalty. Yeah, I'll never understand why they leave that in, uh, but that is part of the game. Helps set up a TD because the, the defense did their best to hang around. Offensively, there was no creativity from Dable and Kafka. They got no help from him tonight. No help. Uh, let's hear from Brian Dable. Just got finished meeting the media a few moments ago, and well, at least he's taking responsibility. Yeah, no, no excuses. We got it. We could do a better job. With how shorthanded you guys were, because I mean the, the injury report was pretty robust with some legitimate players. How close this game was until that Debo touchdown. Can you take like some legitimate positives out of this? Yeah, I think again, it's you, you got to take um, you know the good from it, and you got to learn from the bad. Just like like every game, uh, the guys competed. Um, you know, we competed all the way to the end. You know, they made they made more plays than we did. Um, so you go back and take a look at it, and you know, get get going on the next week. Dave, obviously Sunday the missed tackles were glaring. And- Tonight, you guys had a bunch as well. Uh, do you chalk any of that up to the idea that we weren't able to get out on the field and have full practices? No, today? no excuses. Nope. What made you uh, decide to go with Lemieux over Lewinsky? Um, yeah, that's something that we talked about as a coaching staff. Uh, you know, he was going to go in at left, Mark would go in at right or be a backup to him, um, give him an opportunity to go out there and play. What did you see in a skirmish at the end of the first half? The, yeah, I, I saw a couple punches uh, be thrown, and then the rest backed everybody back off. It was I couldn't see the whole thing. I just you know saw a couple, a couple punches there. All right, so there's Brian Dable. At least he took responsibility for it. But dude, I, I really well, I, what I, else are you gonna do? I don't know. No, he it was his fault and his fault. <laughs> hey, I saw Saquon's Justin, ankle. I saw Justin Fields say this. It was Daniel Jones's fault. It was Matt Breida's fault. It was every look. There was no adjustment offensively when the Niners took Darren Waller away because you know the Giants' mm-hmm. plan is to get the ball to Darren Waller. And look, Waller had a big catch that he made that that could have changed things. Sure. But there there was nothing else. It's like, well, we're taking Waller away. What do we do? I don't know. No, I mean nothing. There was nothing tonight. Nope. There was no sense of urgency to try to win this game. 
I, 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 I really, I'm stunned from this. Still raising my hand, going Hyatt, wow. Hyatt, anybody? What do you have? Nine snaps tonight? Nine, ten snaps when it was all said and done. Yeah. Wow, man, Giants got problems. But the, this Dave, I never thought it'd be Brian Dable. Prime time in a million. Daniel years. Jones, Jason, one in eleven in prime time games. Oof! Wow, he's a new Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's gonna fight Oof. Captain Kirk. Mm. Do they battle later on this year in a prime time game? Uh, yeah, Jets Giants when uh, Kirk Cousins is playing for the Jets. Oh, look, playing the toilet bowl. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line. Prop and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know, it's a crime... It's an actual radio crime that tonight you've only played Earth, Wind, and Fire September once. Well, Jason, I my response is this. How many times in September is it the 21st? One time. Thank you. So <laughs> you play the song on the 21st of September, which is tonight. Yep, one time. There's only one day you can play 20 for September and have it be so relevant. Right, we got it in. One time. It's not about the quality of quantity. It's all about the one time. By the way, this also circled you like a buzzard okay. all night. You would be the worst program director of a music Why? radio station in the world. Hey, uh, we have that big new hit by Taylor Swift. Alex, how often should we play it? Like every two hours, every hour and a half? Play it once a day. Wait, what? Once a day. People people will tune in wanting more. No, people actually tune in wanting to hear the big hits. I just, play it once. I just always remember that. Play it once at 3 a.m. And don't play it at all during the day. Don't play it at all. One of our initial conversations as we were meeting with our boss, Don Martin. <laughs> My man, during the holidays, that rotation tightens to five songs. My man. <laughs> 
<laughs> you I, might have seven to nine the rest of the year, but in the holidays, five times. You got to get the people what they want. Wait till we get the most wonderful time of the year coming up soon. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's been canceled. The J- that's right. Christmas is canceled. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. We have more on the Thursday night game between the Niners and the Giants coming up in a few minutes because we got to get to Brock Purdy. But the drama with Justin Fields just won't end. It no. just won't end. Now, we're waiting to find out the other shoe dropping with the Allen Williams situation, the Bears defensive coordinator who stepped away from the Bears to focus on time with his family. Now, he had actually stepped away from the team before. Uh, Matt Eberflus coached the defense He was already away. Week. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't go very well. Uh, he was already away from the team, but now he is officially done. And we had the story yesterday that Hallis Hall was raided. Hallis Hall was not raided. Peanut Tillman, FBI agent, confirmed, led the raid on Hallis Hall. Did not happen. What we're getting today is that Alan Williams' home was raided, not Hallis Hall. Eventually, we're going to get something on this. We joined, Jay Glazer joined us a little earlier in the show when you asked him, hey, Jay, what can you tell us about it? He goes, that's his story to tell. That's not, that's not for me to say. That's when it comes out, and that's his story to tell. So that means there's something there waiting to find out what it is. Well, as we surmised in reading the tea leaves, I think we're pretty uh, good observers and and going through the analysis of things where there's a short resignation letter and the bears who has an organization, they're usually pretty uh, in, as much as they do incorrectly from a football standpoint, they usually embrace people uh, and, and show love uh, and take care of them on the, as they, they leave, or you'd at least get a statement of, Hey, we wish him the best, whatever's going on for health, family, whatever. There was none of that. No, it was just a quickly, no. quick resignation. He's gone. He is not here. Kind of like you would uh, say when you cut a, a player uh, in week three of the season. I mean, like they when they cut Peterman before they re-signed him today, right? It's just terse and quick. He's off the website, all of those things. He doesn't get a medical leave of absence. That's a part of it that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me, yeah. right? If If there was, you know, still love between him and the team as his lawyer, uh, who is described on the score in Chicago as oily <laughs> from wow. an appearance he had on yet. Okay. No, if you go back and listen to the, it's it's not good. Like the it's hastily like my skin hired in high school. Okay, the, the hastily right. uh, okay. hired legal uh, help for Williams did a, did a lot of um, Billy Flynn. Okay. In, in, and, and that's what he's paid to do, and that's fine. But again, if if everything was right with the team, you would think leave of absence and a health plan in place to make sure he and his family are good, right? You would lean in on the insurance uh, and, and what your benefits were with the squad. So something there just doesn't seem right. There's a big gap that still needs to be filled. But Jay Glazer said, hey, that's his story and we'll see what happens at the next iteration. Today it was more about football and and the boss actually getting in front of people. Mm-hmm. So th- there's something there. What it is, it sounds like we're going to hear it at some oh, point. Oh, it's going to come we're out. At some point. What we did get today was Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gift that keeps on giving. It was yesterday. It feels like it was like a month ago, but it was just yesterday morning. Justin Fields met the media talking about a little bit of frustration with the team so far this year and his lack of performance. And he said that, yeah, you know, sometimes I get a little too much coaching. They they, they give me a lot of stuff, but I, I you know, I, I need to just be me and I need to listen to the coaching during the week and go out on Sundays and play. 
basically saying, yeah, I get coached too much. And they fill my head with a lot of stuff, and it doesn't allow me to play how I like to play. Slows him down. Yeah. Uh, So we had that, and then he actually wanted to make sure that we knew what he was talking about. So he called the reporters back in to the locker room after he gave his press conference. Hey, listen, uh, you know, don't take it out of context and <laughs> you don't do what you're going to do to get clicks. Like, no, dude, we, we let you say everything. You know, no one edited anything you said. You basically said, I don't want to be coached. So today, Ryan Poles, the GM, decided, okay, after you can say what I need to say. Uh, he didn't give a comment on the Allen Williams. Oh, no, no. He uh, very deftly yes. pushed that to the side. But he did weigh in on Justin Fields and how the team feels about Fields following his comments from a day ago. We have adversity right now. Slow start, 0-2, not where you want to be. We've dealt with life issues, injuries, and that's all real, and that's a part of, of what we do and what we got to deal with. In terms of Justin, I can't be more clear than this. No one in our entire building, none of our coaches, see Justin as a finger pointer at all. He has always taken ownership of anything that's happened on the field. He works with his teammates, works with his coaches to find solution. All right, so no one looks at Justin Fields as finger pointing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is going to end because now it's a battle. It's a fight between Fields and Eberflus. But they hugged it out on the... Yeah, okay. Uh, By week eight, one of them is not going to be there. And by that, I mean either Eberflus is fired or Fields is benched. One of those two things is happening. He took on the coaching staff. This is not going... Because if he continues to not play well, not take to coaching, they'll sit him. They'll say, you're done. We're tanking. We're going into next year. We're going to get a quarterback. We're done. Or... 
Everybody is mad. Their Bears should be better than they are. Eberflus gets fired. He's the odds-on favorite to be the first head coach yeah, fired this year. So by week eight, one of those things is happening. It, it's coming to a head for both of them. If you're looking to assign blame, who is wrong? I've heard a lot from both sides with Fields. Hey, Fields needs to be coached better, of course. Uh, the Bears need to make sure that he's playing better, of course. But what this comes down to is the Bears made a mistake that teams make all the time when they draft a quarterback. I saw it with the Jets and Zach Wilson. I saw it with the Ravens and and Lamar Jackson. Is that teams draft a guy out of college, and if it's someone who they feel their skill set needs to be refined a little bit, they say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to turn you into a pocket passer, or we're going to turn you into a player that you're not comfortable being that you haven't done. And that's just stupid. That's stupid. This is not 1985 where a kid comes out of a small school and, hey, you need to work, work on your footwork. You need to work on this. We need to make you this, this kind of player. Players come out of college now as quarterbacks fully formed. They are ready. There's a reason why they've been as successful as they have over their course of their careers. They're quarterback. They're used to a lot of different things. You have to be the smartest guy in the field because you have to be in charge of more than just what you're doing at quarterback. You come out and you're taken in the first round – this is the player you are. And too many coaches say, okay, great, but we want to extend your career. We want you to do a couple of different things, so we're going to put you in the pocket. right? Let's take Justin, Justin Fields, for example. We're going to keep you in the pocket longer than you have to be. What are you doing? You're turning him into a player that he's not. And you can't reinvent a guy coming out of college saying, okay, you've done it this way your whole life. Now here you are at the toughest level of competition you're ever going to face. We want you to change how you do things and learn that way. No, 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 no. You put the guy out there, and what you do is you bang out the dents. That's the best thing you can do as a coach. Don't try to remake the guy because it never works. It never works. You have to teach a guy a new way to do things. right? I remember when the Jets drafted Quentin Copels out of, out of North Carolina a few years ago, and Rex Ryan was like, oh, man, I know he's a defensive end, but I want to play him at defensive tackle. I want his hand in the dirt. I'm like, they're ruining his career. He's never. Now you tell him what position he played, you're going to change position. And what happened to Quentin Copels was out of the league a couple of years later. right? This is what's going on with Justin Fields. The big, Yes, of course, you want him in the pocket better. You want him hitting open receiver. You you want that. But that's not what he does. You know the guy's got talent because he set a record for rushing yards for a quarterback last year. You know he can do it, but you have to let him do his thing. And when he comes in, there's certain things you can say, okay, with Justin Fields, you need to do this a little bit better. Let let's see. You know how to play quarterback. Let's that let let's bang out the dents and turn you into and turn you into what you need to be. And that's what the best coaches do. That's what Andy Reid does really well. He bangs out the dents on guys and they turn into really good players. Except Sometimes coaches like the Bears want to go overboard and they wind up ruining someone's career because they're turn, trying to turn them into a player that they're not doing something incredibly new. And it's, but this is kind of how I do it. This is why you drafted me. So you want to know why Justin Fields isn't, isn't uh, succeeding the way? It's because the Bears continue to try to make him something he's not. Hey, I'd rather have the guy play five. If his prime is going to be five years or six years, I'd rather have him have five or six really good years than a couple of, iffy years, and then he's out of the league because he can't get it done. Well, it's the conversation we had long ago when it came to Cam Newton and certainly the criticism of Harbaugh in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and and running and, and some of what Josh Allen is getting right now is that's part of what makes them special as a player, right? You can't take that away. Now, you refine it. You try to implement different wrinkles to things. But the whole idea is always, 
hey, your system should be tailor-made to the skills that your player has. In this case, for the Bears, you also have the fact that Justin Fields was not the choice of this quarterback-slash-GM combo. So you've got that, right? You've got Ryan Pace and going back to Nagy and all these guys of of what they were envisioning as Fields came on board, and now you're looking into the next iteration. You went and got him some help in the receiving core. Great. In theory, Cole Komet will be the guy he was for that month last year, or so you think. I'm not convinced. Uh, DJ Moore, he's going to be better. Well, you also see it's not just... Fields isn't getting rid of the ball because we've all done the, hey, four seconds. We were talking about it Monday. I ranted about it red in the face like Brian Dable. I would admit to that. You, you Tuesday, would, if you wore the 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 the, uh, the, the nylon coaches short yeah. sleeve uh, pullover like he does, you'd, you'd look a lot like I him. I mean, I put on yeah. a little bit of weight. You know, but, no, but, it's more about, but it's more about you wearing no, that the appearance, shirt and, yeah, yeah. and then the red face, and shave and my the, head, and, yeah, and the grow, really red grow face, the goatee, and, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea being that we we've all watched it, right? Is that he's trying to stay in the pocket, he's trying to let things develop, he's not pulling the trigger. You're not calling designed rollouts. They did that for the first chunk of last year, and guess what? Once you finally did it. Finding him some space. This is where Komet had his big month, where you found some opportunities for Mooney downfield. And so this year you bring in DJ Moore. And look, this is the other part of the Bears that only if you really subjected yourself to watching the full games did you see, were the number of occasions where you had receivers not clearing out their routes. Right, I saw a clip of Kurt Warner kind of dissecting the play that everybody's watching. Well, why didn't he throw it here? Like, well, the guy kind of half-asses it into his route so he doesn't take the safety away. And the other guy doesn't run the burner to the corner, Mm -hmm. which means the cornerback's staring it down the whole way. So, you know, there's still some truth in, all right, it's not as clean, but there are opportunities. And at some point, you have to try to make a throw to make something happen. Or you revert to the player you've been and you take off and you go fight for that first down and live to see another day. Somewhere along the way, he and Getze have to get on the same page and make plays. And they need to recall and understand very quickly, Roshan Johnson is your most complete running back on that roster. Get him the ball. I feel like Al Pacino on any given Sunday, the game against Dallas at the end and Coach Unitas, where he tells Aaron Eckhart, who is the offensive coordinator, He's calling in the plays, calling plays. Ah, let the kid do his thing. What? What do you mean it's not about let, let the kid do his thing? Let me flip a coin. Let the kid do his thing. And Jamie Foxx leads him all the way down. And sorry, spoiler, they score a touchdown on Shocker. a really weird play. He runs back and hey, he runs over yeah. the top. Jason, yeah. Willie Beeman's actually good, unlike Justin Fields. <laughs> Willie Beeman. Uh, so, yeah. Great music video. Let too. the kid do his thing. And and that's what they that's what you need to do with quarterbacks. Bang out the dents. He's one of the great you know hot plays or ninjas for this week based on that because I think he he comes out and his hair's on fire. Frankenstein's monster, no good. Bang out the dents. That's how you do it. Nicely done. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 